He's breaking it down so you don't have to. This is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. Uh, CJ Perry who we've had before. She's just terrific. Uh, she she does so many things well. Uh, professional wrestler, uh, uh, actress, uh, dancer. She uh, She's terrific. Um, the Surreal Life reboot is upon us, and you can see that. It's currently airing on Mondays on VH1, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Everyone's got to check it out, 8 Central. C.J. Perry, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, listen, this is exciting. You're getting uh, rave reviews, and, and you usually do on, on so many things that you're doing. Give us a little overview of the surreal life. Well, you're going to have to check it out. It's eight celebrities living inside a house with no doors, so you can only imagine how uh, crazy it can get. You're talking about Dennis Rodman, me, Tamar Braxton, Frankie Muniz, who was Malcolm in the Middle, uh, Manny MUA, August. Um, Asina, um, you know, Kim Cole, the Stormy Daniels, crazy different people from different walks of life uh, who have their own very interesting experiences to share with. So it was cool to live in a house with people that I got to know them for who they really are and not just their headlines. So um, you can imagine there's a little bit of drama that can obviously be stirred with all of us. Um, so yeah, it's, it has, it's after 15 years they've rebooted it. So you got to check it out on VH1. Uh, CJ, uh, let me ask you: any real surprises uh, from from a sense that you went in with expectations of how a person was going to be, and they're completely different than uh, than what you were uh, thinking in your mind? Um, <laughs> I guess, I mean, I didn't know really who Stormy Daniels was, and so it was funny because my husband, like, knew exactly who she was. Yeah. He was, like, really excited about her. Um, he was, <laughs> when he met her via Zoom, he was blushy, and he's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so embarrassed, like, I'm so shy to meet her. And so that was, like, really funny. But And then later reading about her, I was like, wow, she's so different. Like, she was just so cool and so funny and um and august too like august was awesome like i had such a good time with august he's such a good person and it was again those most of them had just such different headlines and i was just so thankful to meet that meet them just without looking them up on google or twitter you know because they took our phones so you really had to meet these people firsthand Sometimes, I mean, I only knew who Dennis Rodman was and Manny MUA because I watched a lot of YouTube. So it was just a blank slate, like meeting a person at a bar not, and not looking them up. So it was a different experience, and I thought it was really cool. You know, I, I, I'm sure you don't go into it necessarily thinking it like about it like this, but from the outside looking in, I've... Uh, I, I, I kind of look at it like, boy, this is a, like a big networking experience. You know, all of you, you know, you have your, uh, your successes in the past, you have your stories, you have your contacts, and, I, you know, when you when you get together with folks, first of all, you know, you might you might make a friend out of this, you know, uh, th that's lasting. Um, but you, you're also making like eight contacts, uh, too, you know, well, more than that, right? I mean, uh, the, the them and then whoever you meet through them. Um, I, I've got to believe that it's uh, it's kind of an interesting networking opportunity to live with 
people. I mean, you've, you've never met with uh, before, and all of a sudden you're, you're living with these people with outdoors and in front of a camera, you know, little disputes and, and everything else. But still, uh, the networking opportunity has got to be real. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course. I, I guess I didn't really look at it that way because it's such an intense environment that you're in for two weeks just not having your phone, living, having a roommate, not just housemates, not just seven other housemates that are strangers that also happen to be celebrities. You also have a roommate, and um, Tamar Braxton was my roommate, and she was just phenomenal. I love her so much. Um, but I guess I didn't really look at it as networking. I was just trying to look at it. it was, Let me get through these two weeks and not try to body slam a bitch or two. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Um, yeah, I mean, I've stayed really good friends with Manny MUA. He lives t- 10 minutes from me, and so we see each other quite a bit. And um, I do I do stay in contact regularly with August and Tamar as well. Like, we have a you know, little fun group text going on. Um, so those, I guess some of those those were the people that I was closer, closer to in the house and have stayed in contact with. You know, I'm not asking you to tell tales out of, out of school, but uh, were, were there people there that uh, that were dying to tell privately uh, their own story because I you know obviously everyone you mentioned Stormy and and Stormy has a, a big story you know to do with the former president and and everything else that's gonna I did and and I don't mean her specifically or Rodman specifically but were there any uh, any like uh, I don't know like uh, attempts at at people to to try to explain to the rest of you. Um, that uh, that hey this is really what happened here and and I'm saying when the cameras were off when uh, when everything was kind of calm did you have any of that happen? Well, while you're in the house, the cameras are never off. Everything is always yeah. on, like twenty four seven. It was it was a lot in that sense. Like every room has bathrooms. I mean, every room has mics. Every room has cameras, including. The bathroom and the locker um not the locker room the, the closet and on top of it you have cameras following you handheld cameras and so it is always on like if you're talking with a castmate not not only the room cameras are on the, the people are there with mics and booms and cameras so there is nothing in the house that ever was like not on camera and the truth is that you did fight you did hear story tell her that um, story. You did hit Dennis tell stories that have never been heard. Um, I, I was able to, I guess, off camera outside of the house when we were back at, let's say, the hotel for the day before flying out, was able to hear August's story about, you know, his whole, you know, entanglement that he didn't really want to share on camera, which is understandable, yeah. you know, and everyone has a right to what they want to talk about and not talk about. And I, and I never wanted to push people's buttons in the house just for the sake of the camera. And if I felt like they were giving me energy that they didn't want to talk about it, then we were going to talk about it. And, you know, maybe that might disappoint the producers, but to me, the most important thing is how we treat each other, not just to make a good show. CJ, I, I want to... Uh, and we did make a good show. We did make a good show yeah. regardless. <laughs> well, listen, congrats. Congrats on everything. And uh, we'll, we'll be watching. We'll so be much. talking about it. Uh, let us know anything uh, before we let you Thank go. You. Let us know anything that you want to tell us. And uh, also make sure you give us your website, social media site before you go. 
thank you. Yes, please subscribe to cjperry.com. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun, a lot of great stuff. My Also, my husband, is um, who, his name is Miro, formerly known as Arustas from WWE. We're doing this really cool collaboration for his birthday this week, which is on Christmas, so subscribe. cjperry.com, and also my socials are just at the CJ Perry, which is T-H-E, CJ Perry on all socials. Um, and then TikTok, CJ Perry, TikTok. There you go. Hey, listen, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. CJ ha- Perry, everyone. Uh, professional wrestler, actress, dancer. And uh, most people know her from her her work in the WWE under the ring name Lana. Lana. Uh, We've had her before. And I I don't know all that much about the the wrestling scene or whatever, but she was a big deal over there for sure. Um, She was in Cosmic Sin Sin for Netflix. And I was with Bruce Willis and, uh, and Frank Grillo. I think we spoke to her about that. In the uh, in the past, and um, yeah, she's uh, she's getting a lot of work. Very you know, be- very beautiful woman, and um, you know she's uh, she's got herself in something else here, uh, the surreal life re- reboot, and you know she mentioned a couple of the uh, folks, uh, Frankie Munoz, um, Munoz, uh, and uh, Dennis Rodman. And, you know, a couple other uh, folks, uh, Stormy Shepard. It's an interesting uh, crew there. Dennis Rodman's always, uh, always a story, always an interesting um, uh, character. But uh, yeah, I mean, think about it. I mean, if you're in a in, in the entertainment business, which these folks are, right? Um, and you get thrown into a a situation, and you you're having this experience for. Two weeks. Two weeks doesn't seem that long, to be honest with you. I think I could do two weeks standing on my head. But no phone, no outside contact. Uh, she said that. Uh, she said the uh, uh, cameras followed her everywhere. You know, the bathroom. I'm, I'm sure you get a little bit of privacy. You got to get, you know, got you know, a little bit of privacy uh, there. But um, you know, look, uh, eight new, or if you were one of the people, seven new sets of contacts. Um, is how I would look at it. I mean, it's a it's a good little uh, networking opportunity if you can get it, and sure, it paid uh, fairly well to get those names. Uh, uh, Frankie Munoz from um, Malcolm in the Middle, uh, he was terrific on that, and and so many other things. But mainly as a kid, right? He hasn't done a lot of uh, adult acting, and uh, you know, uh, I thought he wanted to kind of stay away from it, but he shows up. On uh, on these type of reality shows, and it's kind of cool. Frankie Munoz uh, is one of them. Uh, Rodman, another one, and Stormy Daniels, uh, and the others. Uh, you know, I guess you got to look up the Surreal Life reboot. C.J. Perry has been our very special guest. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. This is Breaking It Down with your host Frank McKay on 107.1 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, wonderful actress and writer Michelle Sims is our very special guest. And uh, you know from Burn Notice, Red Tide, Welcome to Chippendale, uh, many, many things. But today, 
We're going to be talking about a Christmas Karen, and it's coming to VOD right now, right today, in fact. And uh, it's just uh, it's a must watch. Anything uh, with Michelle Sims in, I could watch. She's terrific, and uh, and Christmas stories are always great. And the interesting things about Christmas stories is that they are evergreen, and uh, and you could see them every year. Um, And what what a nice way to start off uh, a Christmas Karen, then and then checking it out now on. On uh, on uh, VOD, uh, Michelle Sims, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm terrific, and I'm sure you've thought about that, right? I mean, it's uh, you when you do something uh, Christmassy, and I don't know how much Christmas uh, you have in your in your resume. You know how many uh, Christmas stories you have in your resume, uh, but this seems like one that 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 may last a very long time. And when I say a long time, I'm people people are watching. You know, Christmas stories uh, from 80 years ago and watching them uh, religiously. Yes, I, I love that. I hope I hope it becomes a, a tradition for people, you know, that's, um, that's a, you know, I, every, I think everybody's got their traditional movies they watch every year. So that, that's pretty cool. That'd be great. Did you did you get a, a good vibe right off of the script or right off of I don't know what you saw either treatment or uh, uh, what was the first thing you saw of this and did you get an immediate uh, vibe or is it hard to tell at first? Um, well, I've worked with John and Lisa, the directors, before. Um, this is actually the fourth project I've worked with them on, so I know like I know that I'm going to get something good. Right. <laughs> so when they they gave me the script, I got a. Uh, three different scenes for the audition and and it was really fun and awful at the same time <laughs> um but uh yeah it was just really fun to to be that person somebody that i would never behave that way oh my goodness um so it was Nice. Well, give us an idea. You know, we don't want you to spoil, of course, but we, uh, you know, give give us a little taste of of what we could uh, what we could expect, and uh, give us a, an overview of of a Christmas Karen. Uh, Christmas Karen is a, a retelling of the Dickens tale, a Christmas Carol. Uh, Karen is the Scrooge. Um, she is visited by the spirits and she learns the the error of her ways and uh you know attempts to redeem herself in the end and uh, i think it's a pretty hopeful telling of the story you know well, um, I, you know, here I am telling you, don't spoil. And uh, I guess, uh, I, I, I guess, if we don't know that that story yet, this is just a different, uh, a different take on it. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, it's just, yeah, you, you, don't worry, you didn't spoil anything. And uh, it, you know, it, but it's, uh, it, it's great. And I, I've got to believe you're very excited uh, uh, about this, even though you got to, you got to be the heavy, at least at first, the heavy. It was really exciting like i i when they approached me with this i i um i really wanted it bad <laughs> well listen this is yeah this is uh this is terrific and uh, do you have uh do you have a set plan to to do for the uh uh, you know, say for tonight, you know, which is uh, really the the opening, uh, or is it already past due? 
past that time, I know a lot of people, uh, you know, like when a, uh, when a release comes out, they have friends over or they have, especially uh, here we are talking on a Friday night, have some friends and family over and they uh, have a little to do. Do you have anything set up that way or is it kind of anticlimactic at this point? Um, so, well, we just had the premieres. Uh, <laughs> we had one in Orlando on Tuesday and then we had one here in Los Angeles uh, last night. And so now I'm kind of just, I'm just chilling. I'm, I'm going to just sit at home and I, I don't even know if I'll watch it tonight. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. I don't know. <laughs> You're all premiered out. You're all premiered out. I'm yeah, premiered <laughs> out. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, hey, listen, uh, t- terrific. You've also put together a really nice career, still uh, still going strong. Uh, also, it, 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 you know, again, we're, we're fo- focusing on uh, A Christmas Karen, and we want everybody to see it. It's uh, it's upon us. They can see it. Uh, what, what else can we talk about? You seem to have something going on constantly. Um because of I don't know because of the craziness with with the pandemic and the aftermath and every I, I don't know uh, so many people's schedules are, are either very fluid uh, or rock solid where you know they have everything set in stone uh, what is yours are, are you uh, are, are you taking it as it comes or do you have something uh, that you could share with us that's coming up um I'm kind of taking it as it comes but you know working on my own things at the same time uh I've been doing solo shows for a while now, doing live shows, and um, it's like sketch comedy, and uh, right now the show that I'm working on is a show that my husband and I do together, and it's more of like a lounge act variety show, um, kind of like the gong show, <laughs> but, it's, uh, but it's live and, you know, uh, takes place at a, a, a little club in Hollywood that that we just love um but i i don't have dates for it yet unfortunately it's still in the work have you been doing a lot of writing have you uh, you know and, and during the pandemic did you get a lot of writing in um i did i actually wrote one of my solo shows uh in about three weeks and then performed it on a live stream uh festival link uh, that was a a club called The Pit in New York. They were hosting this solo com live stream show, and I just jumped into that and did that. And the, that was a big focus for me during the pandemic, which I I really loved it. Um, I loved writing it more than I did performing it, though. <laughs> yeah. And hey, listen, it's uh, it, it's hard to argue with success. Uh, you've put together uh, an amazing career. The sky's the limit. A Christmas Karen is upon us on VOD tonight, right now, right? You know, uh, as we as you hear this, people, uh, you will be able to uh, you'll be able to get it on VOD, and uh, and and the wonderful work of Michelle Sims and 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 what looks like a terrific cast. Uh, can you give us a website or a social media site, Michelle, where uh, we could follow along with what you're doing? Oh, sure. Um, I like to I use Instagram most of the time. And uh, my handle is Shell Sims, C-H-E-L-E-S-I-M-M-S. Well, Michelle, thank you very much for being here. Congratulations on everything. And we'll be watching A Christmas Karen starting tonight. We'll be able to uh, all get it upon demand. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you for having me. This was great.
a Christmas, Karen, is upon us, and uh, I'm telling her not to spoil. Uh, you know, I didn't look close, <laughs> close enough. It's a Christmas carol with her playing uh, playing the role. So she don't have to worry about spoiling uh, <laughs> anything. We know what happens. We've seen the show. We I, I remember seeing the show with Mr. Magoo, Jim Backus doing the worst, and I was a kid, a Christmas carol, and I thought it was very good. I thought they did a good job. On, on a lot, actually, a lot of my literature, right? My early literature, uh, the classics I got from Mr. Magoo. I used to watch that show, Rip Van Winkle. I, I think, and uh, I forget what else. Uh, what uh, maybe they had Ichabod Crane, um, him doing that. Uh, but he, uh, oh, you know what? Uh, Robin Hood. Robin Hood. We get the story of Robin Hood from Mr. M uh, Magoo. But anyway. This is that. This is Scrooge. This is A Christmas Carol. This is uh, Michelle Sims, who's wonderful, playing A Christmas Karen, which is uh, the equivalent to Scrooge. And you see on, on here, she's uh, arms folded. She's got a cute little dog here. God help us, everyone. And uh, that's, a, that's a little slogan there. But uh, anyway, listen, uh, she's uh, she's put together a, a you know, wonderful, wonderful career for herself. And um, Sure, she did a great job in this. I haven't seen it, but uh, it's it's uh, uh, a Christmas Karen with Michelle Sims playing Scrooge, basically. Karen, uh, I guess, is the Scrooge, and uh, you could take it from there. But check it out. Uh, it's uh, it, it's always nice uh, to see a new Christmas movie, and, and I mean it when I say uh, Christmas movies. Once you have them, once you have them, uh, they're evergreen, and you will uh, you will have them forever. Um, Frank McKay here signing off. Our very special guest has been actress Michelle Sims. She's a writer as well. And uh, A Christmas Karen is the name of her latest. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down. It's Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. Long Island Vibes. On 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. Now here's your host, Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone. To breaking it down, Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, a very talented lady who does so many things so well. Cheryl, Ree, Cheryl Lee Ralph is our very special guest, and she is terrific. The last time I was just telling her, the last time we had her, she didn't have a monster uh, hit on her hand. She, she had a lot of lot of success and a lot of range. Uh, but uh, Abbott Elementary is absolutely terrific. But her voice is just absolutely wonderful. And her holiday LP entitled Slay and uh, Abbott, and, uh, Abbott Elementary returns uh, Wednesday, January 4th on ABC. Uh, but Slay is uh, is the name of the LP, and it's a must-get for everybody. Cheryl Lee, how are you? I am wonderful, thank you. Good to be back on the airwaves with you. And it's nice to have a little bit of history of people who've actually spoken with you along the road to your success. And I'm happy that you were able to say, last time we talked, you didn't have the life you've got now because you are right. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, but you, you had a nice career. You had a, but you were, gr you were a grinder. Uh, and, and to me, nothing was handed to you. You worked and you worked and you worked and you did some wonderful work and you built, uh, built a body of, uh, of uh, talent uh, and a body of um, 
you know, credits along the way. But uh, but really, the quality of the body of work was uh, was tremendous. And now you got this big uh, this big show that everybody loves. It's absolutely great. Uh, by the way, the the songs sound terrific. Slay, give us a little overview. You know what? When I was putting the album together, it was the fact that last year a young man said, Miss Ralph, don't let the holiday season come and you don't have a holiday song of your own to sing. And I thought about it and thought about it. Finally, in October, I said, B. Slade, who, you know, he produced the album. I said, let's do this. And I don't know how and where we found the time to put together an album that literally takes people to church and the club where young people and older people are actually like, I like this album. These kids are like, Miss Ralph, I had no idea you could rap. I was like, I had no idea I could rap myself. <laughs> but anyway, I'm like, oh, I'm glad everybody's finding something they love on this album. And it's simply called Slay, S-L-E-I-G-H. Well, I love it. And uh, and, and I, th- I think the... Uh uh, song selection is just absolutely terrific. How long in the process? I know you kind of gave a, uh, you touched on a, on a timeline uh, there a bit, but uh, how long from start to finish? And uh, yeah, I, I agree. I don't know where you found the time to uh, to, to fit it all uh, in there, but what was the timeline from start to finish? Start to finish was literally six weeks, and it was down to the wire all the way. Because once we started, then we had a song or two to preview for people, and then the response that we were getting for the previews was, like, very unexpected. I think people look at you and they think one thing, and then when they actually listened to the album, they were like, oh, my God, this is great. And I was like, well, what what were you expecting? Oh, my God. (laughs) So it's just been wonderful. So we really, like you said, we put the grind on to make to complete it in six weeks. Six weeks, 14 songs, the album cover design. Oh, my God. It was a a whole lot of work. But between Norman Waddell and B. Slade, they they got it done. Yeah, well. I got it done. I don't know how I found time. But we did. Yeah, don't forget giving yourself some credit in that. It's nice to give credit to the others, but boy, uh, you did some job on this. You know, whenever, when you mention Christmas, you mention the holidays, uh, you automatically put a deadline on it. And uh, and it's like, okay, uh, it's not like we can get this done whenever. We have a deadline. We got to get it out and we got to get... Uh, get things going. So the second you you mention Christmas, uh, mention um, the the season, uh, it, it's it's on. You know, it's, you gotta you gotta get on. But the Absolutely. thing. I, the thing I, I absolutely you got to love about this is that it's evergreen. These songs could be played a hundred years from now, and people are going to be hearing these for fifty years, a hundred years, and beyond. Wow! Thank you so much for that. You know, and that's part of the reason why there's one section called Mother Speaks, and you people hear my mother's voice, and they're all like, some of them who knew my mom, they were just like, oh my God, we're able, we're going to be able to hear Miss Ivy forever and ever. And I said, yes, you will. Yes, you will. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. Yeah, well, listen, I, I, I love it. I love the idea of that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's like when you make a holiday uh, film, uh, it's, it's something that's evergreen. It never gets old. And, uh, and the, the songs we're listening to. As long to, as they're good. Yeah, right, as long as they're good. And we're listening to songs right now. I am, anyway, uh, driving around. I'm listening to the Christmas songs that, that most people have, have passed on. And, uh, and, 
and, and they've uh, they're beyond but uh, and and for many many years and their voices are still heard and their songs are still heard so uh, hopefully we have that and slay and uh, I will remind everyone Cheryl Lee Ralph uh, is our very uh, very uh, special guest and she is just tremendous what a talent and you know her from Abbott Elementary but Slay is a must get everyone we got it for another minute or so here uh, uh, Cheryl Lee uh, your uh, your expectation of how it was coming out uh, compared to the actual result uh, and secondly uh, do you have anything left over is there anything that you recorded that you just didn't release on this because it didn't fit or, or you needed room or, or whatever. But first, your expectation compared to the result. It, went, it far exceeded my expectation. I thought it would be good. I had no idea it was going to be great. I had no idea that we would strike a chord in generations. You know, usually it's just one group of people that are going to buy your work. But to have so many different groups of people find themselves in the work has been very fulfilling. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that um, it's in a time now where people are watching Abbott Elementary on ABC and making the show Destination and Appointment TV Wednesday nights at 9 o'clock on ABC. And I'm so happy and proud to have had a year like this where September 12th, I won that Emmy Award. And, you know, people are asking me, where's the shirt? Where's the shirt? And it's as simple as going to Shop with Sarah Lee. There are two L's in the middle. Go to shopwithsaralee.com and get your uh, T-shirt and sweatshirt. Shopwithsaralee.com. And if you like special messages, you can go to Cameo and order a Cameo, which is a special personalized video from me to you for special occasions. There's so much you can do, and it's all out there for people to discover. And today, December 20th, is Dream Girls Day, because I made my Broadway debut December 20th, 1981. And so I celebrate. Yay! Well, listen, congrats on everything. Uh, uh, the Emmy, the, uh, the, the album, the, the, the hit show, everything. What a year, and you deserve it. You grinded it out. And uh, what a career you are having. And the, the sky is the limit. Cheryl Lee, thank you very much for being here. Thank you, and God bless. Have a great holiday, all of them. You too. Uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph, everyone. The name of the album is Slay. It is terrific. Take my word for it. Get this album. And it's a holiday album that people will be hearing for many, many years. Uh, I, she hit it out of the park. I, I mean, she absolutely hit it out of the park. You never know uh, what you're going to hear, but it is absolutely fantastic. And you're going to be hearing these songs and these tracks for many, many years to come. Uh, Cheryl Lee uh, Ralph, she had nothing handed to her on a silver platter. Uh, she has worked hard to get where she is. And uh, to me, she's an inspiration. I mean, this is this is someone, and the more you read about her, the more you hear about her, this is somebody you want your daughters to grow up to be. She's uh, she's absolutely terrific and, uh, and, and success. Uh, it, listen, it's been there. She's put a body of work together that is uh, is tremendous. Um, but she uh, she grinded it out. She's she's been in anonymity for uh, for many many years, and yeah, I mean she's uh, she's uh, she's had hits, or she's been part of popular shows, I should say, and movies. Um, no question about it. But 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 she has hit, 
and she is it, and I'm absolutely thrilled for her. Uh, and if you're listening to, uh, you know, she sounds, she sounds the same, uh, to, to be honest with you, you know, uh, that she did way back when. But I was absolutely uh, thrilled um, for her when she won the Emmy because she just, uh, you know, she just has worked and worked and worked. And, you know, when we've spoken to her in the past, um, you know, li- listen, Sister Act 2 she was in. That was a, you know, it was a, it was a good uh you know, it was a hit. You know, it's uh, uh, Moesha, um, uh, Motherland. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot there. Uh, she did a Christmas movie uh, last year. So, um, yeah, I'm going to check that out. Christmas Comes Twice. Um, anyway, uh, a, a Black Lady a sketch show. I think I, I spoke to her during that as well. And, uh, you know, she's uh, she's just been, uh, she seems the same. She seems the same after that, even after that big Emmy win. But Slay is the name of her album. Trust me, it's very good. She's terrific. And Cheryl Lee Ralph has been our very special guest. Check out Abbott Elementary's on Wednesdays. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. In many ways, Long Island is the story of America. It's Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. Long Island is definitely the place for you. Now, here's your host, Frank McKay, on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here, one of the greats, Tom Papa is our very special guest and he's always got something going on he's got a book and a special uh coming out uh he's releasing uh his uh his fifth hour-long netflix special they're just all great tom papa what a day and uh, he uh, he filled it uh, filmed it this fall and we're gonna get get a chance to see this uh this is absolutely terrific and also his third book. I have his first two. They're terrific. Uh, we're all in this together, so make some room. Tom Pop, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays to you. And uh, it doesn't seem like you get much of a holiday. You seem to be uh, on the run constantly and, and constantly working. Do you, do you get any time? Do you have time with the family? And, uh, and are you able to uh, spend a little bit of time without thinking about work? Yeah, I do get some time. I mean, what, the good thing about being a comedian is when you're home, you're really home. Um, but I, it has been a very, very busy year. I think that's kind of indicative of not just my career. I think everybody, this this first year back since the pandemic, like this is a full year of going full speed. And I can tell that everyone is working equally as hard because everywhere I go, people seem exhausted. Well, listen, I, when, you, when you're home, you, you get plenty of material. And you, you get great material from being at home, <laughs> being at home. also. So that's a big deal. Uh, and tell us about the book before we get into the special. Give it, give us a little something on the book. Yeah, the book is called We're All in This Together, So Make Some Room. And it's basically a book that, look, we truly are all connected. And you may not like that because you see people acting like morons on the street sometimes. But you, it really, you should celebrate it because every dummy you see out there making a mistake <laughs> is a lesson for how you should live your life. 
Yeah. And once again, material for you, you know, when you see somebody acting like a yes, like exactly. a jackass. Exactly. You know, most of us just run the other way. You're probably sitting there taking mental notes when you when you see it. I, I mean, is, is that true? <laughs> We're joking around. But I mean, when when there's a uh, disruption, like some guy acting like a jerk in an airport or a restaurant or some woman, you know, uh, just going nuts, screaming at somebody. Uh, do you have a tendency, do you think, because of your position, because of your profession, do you have a tendency to, to kind of lay back and watch it d- develop? Yeah, I mean, it's sometimes it's not that passive. I'm always taking notes. I'm always <laughs> observing things, of course. Um, but sometimes uh, it's the aggravation. I'm not, like, really, like, just observing. I'm really getting annoyed by some guy <laughs> FaceTiming in the middle of a restaurant. <laughs> and... Uh, it's it's a weird thing in comedy. It's almost like the angrier it makes you, the funnier you know it's going to be. Yeah. Well, hey, listen. Yeah. Uh, no question at all. I, I, I listen. Your your work ethic is there. Uh, you you've gotten the uh, success. Uh, are you? Uh, do you do you have a problem with anonymity? In, in other words, uh, do you are you able to do your own shopping? You're able to do uh, kind of. Uh, do you fit in? Uh, or, or does everybody kind of notice you because of all the specials and all the TV work you've done? Uh, do you get any privacy out there? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm at that great spot where enough people come up and say that uh, they're, they recognize me and that they love my work. And it feels good. It's, it feels nice. But I'm not at the point of, like, being a sex symbol where you're mobbed and can't go out. I'm far from that. And <laughs> I have some friends that are that. It doesn't look like much fun. It's, a, it's kind of the beauty about comedy. If, they, if you're popular because of comedy, it's usually because they think you're one of their friends. Not somebody who kind of uh, gawk at and that you have to uh, run them. They usually come up and make some joke about my pug or <laughs> the size of my head. <laughs> There's a term I heard, and I heard the great Stanley Clark, the great jazz bassist, say it to me once. Uh, he used the term jazz famous. And uh, that means like all your peers know who you are, the the insiders, the industry, they all know who you are. But uh, but he's able to do his own shopping. He's o- able to go to a restaurant and kind of yeah. have, have some peace. And that's not a bad that's not a bad place to be. Hey, let me ask you this. And we're, no, we're, not at all. Yeah, it, we're we're switching gears for for a second here, but. Um, you you've got your fifth special coming out. You've got your third book coming out. Are there things that you you have? I mean, do you have a bucket list? Do you have uh, do you have plans that that are different than the things that you're doing? Uh, ambitions that are different than the things that you're doing, or uh, is it uh, you just kind of go along? It seems to be working really well for you. Uh, but do you have you have that big bucket list? Um, you know, I've done so much. I've done a lot of things. At this point, it's more of what do I feel like doing next and what do I want to do more of? And I, I really feel I'm going through this, you know, I've done a lot of stand-up specials and, like you said, the books and stuff. And I've been just lately feeling I should do more movies, I should be, do more films or even make my own film. That seems like another way to express that I just haven't done as much of um, in the last couple of years. So... It kind of just goes like that. It's what's the idea? What's the excitement? And I'm like, I should be acting in some more films or even finishing writing some new films. And, you know, I've, I've kind of done, I've done TV, I've done film, I've done radio, I do all these things. So now it seems to be 
whatever great idea or great desire kind of pulls me into whatever the next project is going to be. Well, listen, whatever you're doing, just keep keep doing it. You do it very well, and you, you're one of the very best out there. We talked about the book. Uh, we got about a minute left with you. Can you uh, uh, give us a little something on the special? It was uh, it was recorded uh, this past fall, right? It was recorded a, a little while ago. But give us a little taste of it without, without spoiling, of course. Yeah, the special's called What a Day. It's on Netflix right now, and it's a... Uh... It's a, hopefully people will enjoy watching it during the holidays because it's just an expression of everything funny about everyday life. And I call it what a day because that's how I start off my day. In the morning, I'm always like in front of my kids, what a day, what a day. And then by the time everyone comes home at night, it's like, whoa, what a day. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I feel like that's what the special is. It's, it's a celebration, but it's also, yeah, this isn't so easy to get through, is it? Uh, like I said, Tom, congratulations on everything uh, that you've done, not just the, the new special, not just the new book, but everything that you've put together in your career. It's just uh, uh, amazing watching you and, and your laugh out loud funny as always. Can't wait to see the new special. Uh, tell us anything else uh, before we let you go. And uh, please give us a website or a, a social media site where we could follow along with what you're doing. Yeah, it's all under Tom Papa. If you go to TomPapa.com or any of the social media, Tom Papa, and that'll give you links to my podcast, from the radio shows, to the books, the tour. It's all right there. Tom, thank you very much for being here. Congrats on everything. And, uh, and we're looking forward to the special and the new book. Great. Thanks. Always good talking to you. I'll see you next time around. Tom Papa, everyone. Uh, one, one of the, the greats. He is, uh, he is absolutely terrific. And, uh, you know, it's, by the way, it's a, it's a serious question. It's a big question. Is he doing, for me anyway, uh, is he doing what he wants to be doing? Uh, because he's at that point where, uh, you know, he's, he's got a license to kill uh, comedy-wise, right? I mean, he's on his fifth net, Netflix special. And <clears throat> that's, you know, that's, that's pretty, uh, pretty well making it. You know, he's, uh, he's made it. Uh, whenever he goes uh, out and, and tours, he gets, I'm sure, as many dates as he wants to. He's headlining all over the place. And uh, he's, uh, he's doing what he wants to do. He's, he gets published. He sells books. He's doing all of that. Uh, does he want to do other things? Does he want to do uh, more things? You know, I remember when Jerry Seinfeld um, ended, the, uh, ended the show, you know, and the, the finale was coming up. I don't know who he was talking to, maybe uh, David Letterman. And he was talking about um, doing TV commercials and, uh, and you know, and, and not going into movies and whatever. And they were kind of joking around. And well, they're joking. And Letterman and uh, and Seinfeld, right? Two, two brilliant comedians, right? But they were they were talking about it. And he says that's funny. You'll get you're getting smaller, as uh, as opposed to get larger. Most people, when they end TV shows, they uh, they they want to get you know they want to get bigger. You know they want to get the uh, uh, you know movies. So they want to go from the the small screen to the the big screen. You're talking about doing less. You're talking about doing whatever. And he joked around and. They kind of had it all kind of, you know, worked out uh, where it was uh, it was poignant and it was funny, but it made a lot of sense. But uh, what stood out to me about it and, you know, I know they're just kind of riffing and 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 whatever. But uh, Jerry Seinfeld, obviously, after the show was done, he could do whatever the hell he wanted to do. What are you going to do? And, and I know he did the B movie and he did, you know, 
but he didn't get into that. He didn't get into acting roles. I'm sure people w wanted Jerry Seinfeld to, to uh, uh, you know, be in their, their film, and, uh, and, you know, there were all kinds of roles for that. He was like, yeah, why am I going to do that? It, you know, it's, it's not in his comfort zone, really, if you think about it. And think about what he's done since. Anyway, but a guy like Tom Popper, it's interesting to see what he wants to do. And you heard him mention, you know, he'd like to do a little more acting or he'd uh, maybe write uh, write a little more, whatever. But it's uh, kind of interesting. Obviously, he's not. there's one Jerry Seinfeld, you know, we're not, we're not comparing uh, anybody else to uh, Jerry Seinfeld. But it is kind of kind of interesting of... Um, uh, you know, when uh, when he kind of tips us off on, on what he thinks he should be doing more of or what he wants to be doing more of. Uh, Frank McKay here signing off. Tom Papa, he's got the uh, new uh, Netflix special um, called What a Day. Tom Papa, What a Day. And then he's got a new book. We're all in this together, so make some room. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. Tom Papa has been our very special guest. Great stand-up, Tom Papa. Uh, we'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. He's breaking it down so you don't have to. This is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.